Welcome to Wrapped in a Warm Blanket, a podcast with heart-to-heart talks about Angelina Jordan's artistry and how it affects our inner world. Co-hosted by Alan Papier and Pontus Osterlin. Hi, Alan. Good evening, Pontus. What shall we talk about today? Well, we had such a good conversation the first time, I think we should absolutely just carry on the same way. You mean talking about Angelina Jordan? Yes, uh, talking about Angelina Jordan and the ripple effect that she has for us and what that completely means. Yeah, let's do that. Now, you said something really, really interesting the first time. You said that um, just before you discovered Angelina, you were feeling a little bit low and you were feeling uh, under the weight of the pandemic, etc., etc. And then you heard Angelina Jordan and you had an inner transformation. And I think that is a great statement, and I think that is exactly what this podcast is about, exactly what happened um, in your skin and in your bones. Yes, yes, it is. Um, it's a, a, a weird <laughs> feeling or a weird uh, situation that uh, uh, an artist can really make a difference in uh, one's life. Um, I haven't had that uh, feeling before uh, with anyone, I think. Um, and of course, it's, it's, it's also the power of music, but really this is something a, uh, a bit more uh, when it comes to Angelina. It's not just the music and her singing. It's uh, also a the way she is in a, in a way the, the person she is that affects me in, in in a way absolutely and from the comments and from everything we know about the angelina jordan community many many people have this reaction and i i think we need to keep the focus on the ripple effect in us as opposed to something specific um, that Angelina Jordan is doing. Because let, let me give you an example. Science is wonderful. Science can put um, a, a spaceship on Mars and fly a helicopter on Mars. It is unbelievably uh, rich and advanced. But that is outside of us. What is happening inside of us Science does not address in the same way. And there is a lot of mystery still within us. I mean, for example, where is the seat of consciousness in our brain? Or when you are reacting to Angelina Jordan, the scientist would say, ah, well, the, the, this part of the brain is being stimulated or this chemical is being uh, stimulated in the body. But that's exactly what we are not talking about. We're not having a scientific analysis of what is happening inside of us. We are trying to understand. <clears throat> and 
I was speaking um, last time about emotion and emotional reaction, but it's actually more than that. It's the relationship between emotion, beauty, and benevolence. And that's where the conversation will get very, very rich and very broad. Yeah. Beauty and benevolence. What What is uh, benevolence? I mean, I'm not so... Uh... Uh, good at the English language. <laughs> well, <clears throat> benevolence is just another way of saying kindness and goodness. Yeah. And so last time we spoke about acts of kindness, and it's the equivalent of Angelina Jordan, age six, of giving away her shoes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is an extraordinary event to to be so young and have that kind of... Uh, uh, that kind of uh, power within to do good. It, it, it's it's almost like a almost like a calling to to be able to do that. It, it's really um, very um, very evolved, very very special to be able to do that. It's uh, it's funny. I, I'm now uh, thinking about things that have changed in my life since I started listening to Angelina, and uh, there are um, there are a lot of things that um, that is quite profound, I think. But there are also details that are <laughs> pretty funny. I mean, I uh, for instance. Um, I uh, I can't stand spiders. <laughs> I hate spiders. <laughs> but now, uh, the other day, for the first time in my life, I saw a spider in, in the house, and instead of killing it, that I <laughs> always do, I took a glass, and I put it inside the glass, and I put it outside and released it. And I'm not sure, but I think Angelina has something to do with that, too. <laughs> that, that's a great story. I mean, to me, that is a variation of universal love. I mean, Angelina Jordan is always talking about communicating love to the world through her music. And if in, in English we have the expression, oh, someone who couldn't hurt a fly. And if yes. if you couldn't hurt a fly, it it means that you are you have so much kindness and um, gentleness inside of you that you extend this to all creatures, great and small. It, it's a side which I think is very good to develop because um, our sensitivity is is right there, and sometimes it, it's in a corner. But you know, we we can enjoy many things in life if we develop our sensitivities. Yes, and I think that is uh, definitely one thing I've uh, uh, been thinking about more after discovering uh, what you say, uh, Angelina Jordan. After first listening to Angelina Jordan, uh, I feel that uh, I, I contemplate more about these sort of uh, things to be more, uh, more open or more, um, well, loving, really. Yeah. I, I was thinking um, about the f first episode that we did, and we were talking about acts of kindness, and then we were talking about uninterrupted acts of kindness. And I was thinking the stage beyond that is when that 
um, mentality of uninterrupted acts of kindness becomes a state of being, a permanent state of being. And that is really when you're getting towards the concept of universal love. When you have uninterrupted acts of kindness then become part of your being and who you are, then that is what Angelina Jordan, as I understand it, what she means when she says communicating love. One thing, I, I, um, when you said we're not uh, discussing this scientifically, uh, then uh, I, I thought of uh, something that I have uh, been doing for a while, even before I discovered Angelina, but I'm now more and more aware of it, and that is smiling. <laughs> uh, because uh, a smile on your face actually um, just the, even if you're not happy, and this is because I, I have, uh, I know this because I have uh, what they call SAD, SAD, uh, which stands for, I'm not sure, do you know what it stands for? Seasonally Adjusted Depression. Yes, yes. So uh, I've uh, been looking for ways to, um, to, um, to feel better uh, about myself. And one of those things is if I'm feeling low, I pretend to smile or I, I smile even though I don't I'm not happy so you can do this by uh, by putting a, a pencil in your mouth and then you you must uh, use the muscles in your face that you use when you smile and this actually releases endorphins in uh, your body so there's a scientific uh, reason behind uh, that the smile in itself is valuable uh, and one other thing is that when I smile towards somebody that I don't know, I'm just, perhaps I'm walking on the street and I meet somebody, they pass me, some stranger, and I smile to them and they smile back at me. Then I have actually helped them and I've um, induced endorphins in their body because they uh, they um, smiled towards me if you see what i mean so by smiling to someone you can make them feel better it takes so little effort to be warm and kind and to exhibit goodness in the direction of someone um i heard someone once say your mind can make you happy or your mind can make you unhappy and so it is just a matter of how you wish to orient yourself. It, yeah. It's interesting because, again, this goes back to the L word, love. And Angelina Jordan uses it um, to, uh, she talks about what she wishes to communicate. That is such an important word. It is so fundamental. And a lot of people, for example, if you went into prison and you were speaking to hardened criminals, so many of them would not only come from a broken home, but they may not, never have felt that they had any love in their life. And it actually profoundly damages them as, as a person. You need to have the experience of receiving love 
to be able to feel it and to be able to give it um, uh, and extend it back to, to another human being. It is so fundamental and it, it's, it's not scientific the way it is to fly to the moon, but this is the type of level of, of what Angelina Jordan wishes to communicate. I think that is a, an excellent uh, message to, to uh, convey to people. This is what we need now. Yeah, because um, we, 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 there's something that we crave, which is very, very profound. You know, the, the other thing I was thinking of, Pontus, is that the nature of the conversation we're having is very, very unusual because it's, it's, in the, it's in the cracks, it's in the boundary between psychology and um, personal philosophy and between spirituality and between morality. And um, if you will allow me to say it, we are um, going out of our way, not to mention the R word, religion, um, for a, a couple of reasons. One, because a lot of people have a very clear view of religion um, already. And if you start to mention religion, they will have an automatic reaction because they have that experience. And the other thing which is really, really important what you and I are trying to do, we're trying to forge a new language to describe something so that people can hear it for the first time. So, of course, um, the nature of morality, which we're talking about, and benevolence may overlap with some religion. But if we're able to forge new words to describe it, then people can hear it more for the first time. And that, I think, can make our conversation really quite special. I've read uh, some comments about how can she um, sing about so grown-up things and how can she communicate those feelings so accurately when she has no experience of her own. But then this uh, commentator, he said, uh, uh, I was like that when I was a child because uh, I was born with a sensitive mind and a sensitive heart. And I read a lot of books and saw a lot of movies. And through the books and movies, because he was a sensitive person, he experienced those kind of feelings. And of course, he could also articulate them. Uh, I think this man was a writer. So uh, uh, that it comes really close to mind when you think about how Angelina, how it is possible. I mean, that, that is the question most people uh, say or have in their mind when they listen to her for the first time. How? How can she do this? That's a very good example. There's a slight um, a nuance of a, a difference because the, the writer is more cognitive and more intellectual as opposed to the music, which is... Um, uh, it's a different experience. A, a two- or three-year-old child can hear music and feel it and react to it, even when their uh, vocabulary and their understanding isn't that good. And also the extraordinarily young age uh, where Angelina was exposing herself to music. She was on YouTube already um, 
looking at jazz at the age of three. So she grew into jazz the same way she grew her arm. It became almost so organic at such a young age. And, and that is something which um, it cannot be taught. She was just um, all the stars aligned for her when, um, when her life unfolded in front of her. Yeah, it's, it's amazing when she uh, goes onto stage at uh, America's Got Talent with Bohemian Rhapsody. And she tells them that, uh, uh, of course, she's 13, they say. And then she goes on to tell them that uh, she has wanted to perform uh, to Simon uh, for 10 years. And if you do the math, she was three when she wanted to perform for Simon. So <laughs> that says uh, a lot about how, uh, how quickly she found her calling in life, really. I mean, but three is extraordinarily young because, you know, well, you know, a child when they're seven or eight, you know, they want to be a fireman or or something. And, um, you know, but at the age of three, you know, even even the whole level of, of your consciousness is different. You know, it, it, you and I cannot imagine what it's like to, to be three years old and to be focused on that. No, it, it, that is really the, the part that the, the prodigy part comes in that uh, one must take into account as well, that some people are just wired to, um, to have some abilities that, that other people don't. So, and, and once in a while, uh, one of those uh, individuals come into the focus of the public. Like, uh, I think uh, uh, it, it may be once in a hundred years, or even one, once in a thousand years, uh, that uh, these things sort of come together like it has with uh, Angelina, really. Um, j just before we finish, Pontus, I want to say one more thing. Yep. I, I want to um, describe the difference between the weather and the climate. Uh, the weather in any country is something that changes every few minutes or every hour, and every day can be different than any other day. But the climate is the overall weather, the accumulation of the weather over a long period of time. Uh, you know, you, you have um, uh, in Sweden, you have uh, uh, cold weather generally in the winter, but, you know, you may have a warm day uh, in the winter. So the weather can vary from day, uh, day to day or hour from hour, but you generally have uh, the climate. And the reason I describe this is because um, the Emotions can change every few minutes or every hour. But then you have the equivalent of the climate, which is your temperament, which is your, the outlook on the world, which is the nature of your benevolence and kindness, even though your emotions may vary uh, within that. And so although there's some overlap between the two, the uh, overall... Uh, some of the individual weather moments make up the climate, the overall sum of the emotions that you experience make up your temperament. And this is uh, uh, what we really long-term, I think, can and will be talking about in our podcast, the nature of the climate that we have inside of us. Go to wrappedinawarmblanket.com to find out more about this podcast, 
and how you can share your stories and experiences.